0: Hey there friends, it's Renee here at the Rose Hour Podcast And today we have two super awesome guests Pew, 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 pew Nikia Vaughn of NVK Skin And the owner, founder, creator of Boulevard Rosé on Horstrom. Yay! Everybody
1: dream rosé uh-huh. Rosé So sipping rosé we're gonna sip rosé, rosé, rosé. rosé. Baby girl, she don't play. Don't play. So we sip rosé. We're gonna sip rosé. That rosé hour, baby. Sippin' rosé. Everything will be okay.
0: Okay. And we sip rosé. Hey there friends. It's Renee here at the Rosé Hour podcast and, rose. and we Yeah. Sip and, rose. and what up? <laughs> huh? Oh, you really like these introductions?
1: Yeah, man. I don't know. Give me, you know, a chance to play all around and uh, open up to you guys. Day. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm here. This is Bartender Ben. You know, I'm yay! going. I'm gonna go ahead and take over. This is Bartender Ben. I'm in here, live and direct in your ear on this lovely, lovely uh,
0: Wednesday, Wednesday
1: podcast day. LA. So you know, you will be hearing my voice. In your headphones soon.
0: Yay! Or in your loudspeaker, or in your car, or on your TV, or near your friends, or in person with me, or on a telephone, or
1: Man, a variety of ways. There's a lot of options and a lot of different ways to hear our voice.
0: Yay! And you right. know, it's crazy. A lot of people do not realize that um, we're on every podcast platform.
1: All of them.
0: So Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Stitcher, Anchor. Why do they all in-er?
1: Check. (laughs) iTunes, check.
0: Right. Google Play, check. Google Play, Pandora. Uh, Check. All of them.
1: All of them.
0: So we're glad that you picked one this Wednesday to listen to us on. Mm -hmm. Yay! So... Bartender man, you're you're heading out this weekend, eh? One ATL shout. Oh, we're all so sad. No,
1: I will be gone.
0: So, what are you gonna do in Atlanta for those three
1: days? Three days. So, you know, when I'm not bartending, um, uh, I'm a music executive. So, I like to go around and scout new talents, studio hop, meet new people, you know, new producers make more connections in the industry. La, 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 la,
0: You know, when you said but, three days, I thought of seven whole days and not a word from you. Seven whole nights.
1: It's definitely... And I'm
0: just about through. And then you said it was a music production and all that stuff. So I was like, Tony Braxton, if you're in Atlanta...
1: Uh say that drama for someone else man. <laughs> it's not that deep it's not that type of party
0: no I'm just saying I'm, if Tony's there it's music maybe maybe I don't know you walk up to L.A. Reed and Babyface and Tony at brunch somewhere in Atlanta and you that, guys are like if hey that,
1: if that happens I will be a very, very, very happy man.
0: I feel like I just had a raven Simone. that's a Raven moment yeah. where she, like, looks into like, her eyes get all big and everybody's like, Raven. And she's like, and her, like, she sees
1: a, a a premonition of something. That's what I just had. Hopefully you manifest that shit because I really need that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's a possibility. Where, 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 which one is the dingly uh, button? There you go, this that one? pink one. Hell yeah. Yes, yes. yes. That's I manifest button, too. Get that. That's the all things good but
0: yeah and you're going with your friend boone
1: yes boone the engineer very very notable not only uh super artist in the area but a super super recording engineer you know he, he's a man we gotta get him on the show man a real real cool dude also he's a veteran Yay! a black vet what? we want to celebrate him on the 30th as well you know, um I've really seen his music and his craft as far as engineering and all of that just come a long way. You know? We
0: should have him come and do some music.
1: Man, we we gotta do something, man. That's that's my boy that's my boy Blue. I really You're love You my Blue. boy Blue Um, We got Gap, our engineer from the studio. He's coming with us too, you know. What's cool about Gap, he's like, you know, kind of doing the same thing. He's a super phenomenal artist and he's behind the boards mixing and and, and cutting, you know. So um, just having the, you know, seeing those new environments and people, I think it'd be a good trip for everybody, you know. Yes. Getting out of the D.C. area.
0: Yeah, and you guys be careful. Remember, wear your mask. Georgia had a spike. Even the mayor of Atlanta had COVID. So wear your mask. Wash your hands. All those things. Protect your neck. Protect your neck. All of that. (laughs) All of that protection. So we want to talk about something, you guys. And I usually talk about COVID and how it's impacting our lives. Today we're not doing that because something bigger has is brewing the NBA WNBA playing in Orlando in a dome. Okay. And they have to live there. Okay. And the treatment of the players are so different between the NBA and the WNBA. And I saw on Dezezamerly the other day, they were talking about the food. Oh my god, it's horrible. It looks like you got on a flight and you know how like everything is individually wrapped. Right. That's how their dinner is served. Um and it looks like plain food
1: when when I hear this right I put my entrepreneur hat on and my entrepreneur glasses and I look at it through that lens and I'm like well the WNBA doesn't net as much money as the NBA so a lot of the you know um luxury treatment that NBA players will receive, WNBA players wouldn't receive. And I don't think it's because of sex. I think, you know, as soon as we hear an issue that happens, um, people go straight to the, the divide. What divides the people? Oh, and versus women. No, I don't think it's that. You know, the WNBA just don't bring in as much money as NBA. So they can't afford all the, the Well, that the NBA could afford. I'm sorry. It's a business at the end of the day.
0: But aren't there some sort of like Agreement between the two organizations.
1: They're not separate entities, correct? Um, I I don't think that they are separate, but I mean they are it's like Toyota versus Lexus, right?
0: Right. So they're all under the same umbrella.
1: Same umbrella, but different pools of money. So for the end of the day, Lexus could go out of business and Toyota could still stand up if Lexus wasn't performing. You see what I'm saying? So the reason why you don't get coffee and all that stuff—I mean, all the nice things—you oh, go to a right. Toyota I d- dealership. I didn't get
0: coffee. <laughs> you, need, you,
1: need, you need about three of. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't get those extra things. Like I'm saying, from a Toyota dealership, like you would from a Lexus, because you spend more money on a Lexus than you would a Toyota.
0: I don't know. I just feel that if you're, if you're, and especially like dealing with athletes, like superstar. World record-breaking athletes, regardless, regardless of fa- female or male, right? Right. They can make exceptions in making sure the treatment is at least on
1: par with each other. Where I would agree with that point is at least have a standard. Yeah. of conditions, you know what I mean? Like you should have roaches and rats and bed bugs. And one they had
0: a washing machine that was broken and literally pulled out from the wall with a whole gap between it. And like So the holes go through. That wasn't even through. It. And like there were mouse droppings like near it. There was like some right. sort of roach, ra- rodent thing. Like it looked...
1: Damn. And 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 to that I definitely agree. Um, you know the the conditions should be have a, a standard like no human, regardless of where you're at or what you work. Um.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> like, what is time? We like heard a noise in the background. We're like, whoa! What what is that? Huh? There
0: was something. I think it was the air conditioning. Like. Oh no! It's it's a vacuum cleaner, guys. Okay, so I, yeah, cool. I was like,
1: "What in the world y'all, is that Y'all noise? would
0: have got this episode from the spirit of her day and bawzing yeah. the bed. Yeah,
1: we don't we don't do the poltergeist thing.
0: Not man. at all. Not at this uh, time of day. No, uh, thank you. All right, you know, I think that's just the
1: devil trying to distract us from talking through some good stuff here, making some valid points. You know, I think um um the WNBA. And the NBA should have a standard of, of living. You know what I mean? No mouse doo doo, no bugs, no rats, roaches, all of that stuff.
0: They should not have deplorable living
1: conditions. Right, but I mean, at the end of the day, hey, if the uh, NBA players are getting steak and uh, you know,
0: at least give them chicken w. fettuccine.
1: But I mean, it's not. Again, I look at it like they just need to earn more money. WNBA players need to dunk more.
0: Well, I think then we need to support the WNBA. Have I ever been to a WNBA game? No. Have I I ever watched a WNBA game? Numerous times. So So what's the
1: difference between watching a WNBA game and an NBA game? Other than there's men on one court and women on the other.
0: I think that's the only difference. Really? Anything you can do, I can do better. So
1: we're not going to talk about... Um, in the WNBA, people dribbling off their feet out of bounds. Um, I mean, the, I'm sorry, the quality of play is not as good.
0: You know what? They need to play, make a WNBA 2K.
1: Actually, WNBA 2K has a WNBA version on it, so you can play what? with the WNBA teams.
0: In I've never seen anyone play with.
1: well, wait, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Whatever. I mean, we, you know. Equality is a cool thing, but you know, equality—we have to look at the actual meaning of the word. Like, just you can't just make it equal for everybody. You know, like, you know what I mean? Like,
0: I don't know. I just am—I'm just of the school that there are women who can dunk,
1: right? Well, they should dunk. On and they camera. do,
0: and they do. Oh, and dunk
1: on an opponent well, like LeBron would do.
0: Yeah, they do, and I—I I mean, I, I, I just have think. It seen it. I just think that the treatment of them in Orlando should be on par. Right? I agree with That's that. It. I agree like, with and me- if you want to give the, the NBA players like, you know, silk towels when they get out the shower and they get satin showers or satin towels because satin towels are a little, little cheaper, but it's still quality. Fine. If you want to give women 8000 uh, you know, thread count for Egyptian cotton sheets and the men in the NBA, you know, uh, 10,000, fine, whatever. I mean, I probably messed those numbers up, but you guys get what I'm trying to say. If you want to do it, fine. But there should be, like you said, a barrier of of just making sure the bare necessities. Yeah, basic
1: of- living conditions are met. Yeah You shouldn't be living In rap BCs That's not cool You should not, cool.
0: not. You No should not one be dodging,
1: dodging bed bugs And, and roaches and stuff not And that then I gotta go
0: Play a game Yeah So now you want me Like go to practice And all this other stuff And then I come back And I, I'm in like A favela Like no thank you No bull
1: No, I think I, I mean I totally agree With that Yeah you know? that's all But I'm just saying though, WNBA Y'all gotta get You know A little bit more Entertaining
0: Oh, they are. The ladies that dribble and shoot and Y'all fall. need a dunk
1: because we don't want to see no pickup game at the YMCA. Y'all got to do better. North, North. Do better.
0: Well, speaking of doing better. What's so. up? Our two guests today are so awesome. Who is that? Who is that? So our first guest is someone I met in Baltimore when I used to go to church up there. Uh, Hey, church. Hey, church. Uh, Her name is Nakia Vaughn. And she has her own skincare line. Really? Uh, And she created it because her daughter has sickle cell and she needed to make passive income. So now it's like a full blown amazing. Yeah, and we talk about all of that and like the uh, intersectionality between what she has to do, and what she got to do, and how she made this thing pop. It's so amazing, and her skin is amazing. Uh, so when you see her, you'll be like, oh, you use these products and you made them. She's amazing. I need
1: to get my skin together. I need to give me a good treatment, girl.
0: Yeah, so, so Nakia, you Dang. you will all see. At him, me. Right. Yeah. We need to get these pores. Right, <laughs> pores.
1: I got <laughs> little blemishes under my neck from shaving early.
0: Oh Lord. You know all
1: that stuff, man. I'm trying to get pretty. Man.
0: Well, everybody is beautiful in their own way. She enhances the beauty that we all have inside. I love that we are the fu- children of the future and she teaches us well and lets us lead the way. Uh,
1: yeah, show, all of that. Show them all the <laughs> beauty they
0: possess inside. Anyway, and then our second guest Who is that? is Anne Hofstrom and she's the owner, founder, and creator of Boudoir Rosé and they're from San tropez and I believe Switzerland. So she lives in both places and travels back and forth.
1: I love their rosé and the reason why I love it I just look like I'm rich when I'm drinking it.
0: They're, I mean, they're bottling. They have okay. It, it feels like Chanel, right? right? So it's like the number five, the number mm-hmm. seven, the number eight, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, I do feel rich, and like
1: they have sparkling and non sparkling, and I think this stuff was like twelve percent or something. Yeah, 12.5 it was like twelve point five. Yeah, going yeah. for the high percentages. I'm trying to get drunk.
0: Yes, bed go to the bed goes for the I for the high on.
1: alcohol content. You got to.
0: Yes. Sip sip hooray. That's what he's here for today.
1: Right, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: But we talk about how she got started and everything. And like I was so thankful because it was like two AM her time when we talked.
1: That's dedication. Yeah. I like that. I like when, you know, we have uh, people from overseas that come on the show and they're like, I don't care how late it is. I just want to be a part of my brand. I'm like, ooh, ooh, I get a little, ooh.
0: Yes, girl, get a get little
1: a, chill. I get a chill. I'm like, man, I love that. I love that um, entrepreneurship, that spirit. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: Um, yes.
1: Anytime of day, I'm going to talk my ish about my brand. Yeah. Like my brand. I love that.
0: Well, I'm excited. We're excited so let's get into our first interview with nakia why did my voice go hot nakia (laughs) i (laughs) 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 I
1: don't even know what's going on
0: Hey there friends, it's Renee and I'm here at the po- Rosé Hour podcast. And today you guys are in for such a great treat. I met her many years ago uh, at New Salmon's Baptist Church uh, and she is just an amazing uh, woman who works and fights for sickle cell. And also has a skin care line. She's so fabulous. She's so amazing. And her fashion. Y'all, if you want to see Beyonce in person, come to Baltimore and meet the amazing, the fabulous Nakia Vaughn. Thank you so much. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> Thanks for joining us this morning. It's bright and early. And we thank you for coming on the show.
2: Absolutely. I really appreciate you for um, asking me to be a part. It is my pleasure.
0: Oh, thank you. So you created a skincare line and it is so amazing. Like I have been watching the pictures of like, not only like the usage you do for yourself, but your clients. And it's amazing. And we got to talk about some products for me because I got to make an order. <laughs> But also, it's just so amazing to see Black women into the beauty space. Um, And I love to know, like, how you got started. And also, how does this tie into the work you do with Sickle Cell?
2: Sure. Thank you so much, Renee. And again, yes, I created a skincare line, NKV Skin, um, that's based on my name, Nakia Keevy-Vaughn. Yes! And... And actually, the reason why I started the skincare line is because um, my daughter, Simone, who just turned eight in May, has sickle cell disease. Nice. And um, so my husband and my daughter have sickle cell disease and my son has the sickle cell trait. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So basically, when Simone was attending school here in Baltimore, um, she was going to Baltimore City Public Schools. It was, you know, our zone school. We live in a great neighborhood. And um, Simone started pre-K. We were so excited. Um, yeah, she had a great um, first year. And then and when it was time for her to go to kindergarten, um, she just um, she fell ill. Um, and it you know, it's really no fault of the of the school it, you know, the school's uh, personnel. it's just that you know, the school is kind of old. um, they didn't have like running water, oh wow, and, you know, yeah, so she's like a little kid, and you know, hand washing wasn't really you know being taught that great oh, so no. <laughs> yeah, so you know, um, we just decided that we needed to make a change, and we um. Um, decided to put her in private school. And um, with that came a bill, of course, for tuition. And um, we knew that um, by putting her in private school, she'd have a smaller class size. Um, She would have, you know, a nurse that was a little more attentive, health aides. And so, my husband and I made that decision. And in that decision, we well I knew that we probably needed a, a little more extra income. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I was thinking of tangible things that I could do. I love to cook. People always ask me to cook. And I'm like, well, if you're cooking, you know, you need to be certified. You need to take serve safe classes. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like, you know. If you're doing something like that, you know, you have to be really, really safe. Um, And I needed something immediate. And I just remember how my friends and family would always ask me, hey, how do you keep your skin looking so clear after the age of 40? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, I do this, I dibble in that, bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. <laughs> <laughs> so... You know, my friends and family were asking me to make things. So I, you know, started putting things in a jar and just giving it to them. And then I was, I had an aha moment, as in Oprah's words. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well you know, maybe this is something that I can do and profit from. So my very first product was a a facial oil. So I did kind of research on it, um, you know, about facial oils. And so I created um, three facial oils, uh, my signature Rise and Shine, my Melanin and Magic, and my Sleeping Beauty. So that's what I started off with, three facial oils. And so I had people test it out and then people started loving it and they're like, oh, I want to buy it. And I'm like, "Okay, well, this is an opportune time Mm -hmm. for me to do this because I need some extra income for tuition for Simone. So that's how NKV started, um, you know, just because my baby needed some tender loving care. Oh. Um, and now it has kicked off into a, a, a successful product line. And we have evolved from facial oils to facial serums, cleansers. And now we even have a men's line with uh, complete with beard oils, beard balms and beard sprays. So, yes. yes, I've been really blessed in the almost two years to have a Gracious and growing clientele.
0: Yeah. And one here in D.C. You're about to get today. So so with the skincare line, like what are the main focuses or like areas of of sort of like impact that you see most people are having with their skin that your products really help with?
2: So, um, the number one product, uh, the number one, uh, problematic skin, um, concern that I get is, a is from my teen tween clients, to mm. be honest. And, um, I have a lot of parents that call and say that, Hey, my, my kid is having these you know, acne breakouts and I really need something. We've tried X, Y, and Z, gone to the dermatologist and nothing is helping. And so, um, I have a, uh, product, um, called tree treat, which, um, the main ingredient is tea tree oil, um, which, which helps with inflammation and, um, helping, um, you know, to prevent and, um, prevent and reduce breakouts. Um, so that's my number one, um, product seller. And then I also have, because I cater to all races, ethnicities, and ages, I have, you know, a regal clientele. Um, so (laughs) my, you know, 40 and over, such as myself, um, who are concerned with like under eye problems, um, you know, because we're working so much, we're not getting enough rest Yes, and, um, you know, just overall trying to achieve a youthful look, a youthful look to maintain or, and, and to get it back. So, um, so, you know, it's like, I have a teen client all the way, like I said, to regal clients who just have, you know, independent skin, um, concerns. And every time I talk to a client, I, you know, I do a consult, and find out what their skin concerns are. And we, you know, uh, create a regimen
0: for them based upon their own personal skin uh, needs. Wow. And so like, how long does it usually take for people to like notice a difference? Um, Because I'm going to get into that next about why I'm asking that
2: question. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. So, you know, I have um, some really great clients who really have trusted in the process. And we as a people, usually um, we want instant gratification. I know that Mm -hmm. I, I had to learn because I was once one of those people. And then when you have a uh, business that is involving um, skincare and helping someone um, overcome, you know, what they perceive as not bad skin, they have to. You have to trust the process, and so. And by saying that, um, with when you have uh, problems such as acne and oily skin. A regimen, when you are changing over from a regimen and when you are, first of all, when you are switching, you should consult your um, physician and let them know that you're starting a new regimen and make sure you don't have any allergies. You want to always do patch tests and so on and so forth. Mm. However, when you're starting a new regimen, especially when your skin has been doing Ollie oops (laughs) your skin skin is going to react. And in the beginning, maybe the first week or so your your skin is going to be purging, and when your skin is purging, it's getting all of those impurities out, and you may have more breakouts than you normally have had before. Yes, okay, you're getting to my point. All right. <laughs> and so what happens is is that people get frustrated. I have, I have had clients say this stuff is breaking me out more. What is happening? Mm-hmm. And then I have to explain to them, hey, trust the process, and you have to give it at least thirty days. And and then i i had i had about 3 or 4 clients that were like no and they just completely stopped because you know their skin was purging but i've also had other clients who trusted the the process and their skin went through the purge went through the impurities and now because they're consistent with their skincare of nkv skin they have beautiful skin and you can see that on my social media i have two clients with permission who showed their process after 30 days that started out with really harsh um, acne and breakouts and oily skin. And after they've trusted the process and gone through the purge, their skin is beautiful now.
0: Wow. Okay. Because that phase is really scary. I know for me, like when I try new products, I'm hearing now what my issue is, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is I don't commit and yeah. <laughs> I, I after like a week and a half, if I notice that I'm seeing more impurities or dark mm-hmm. spots or what have you, I'm like, yeah. uh-uh, uh, let me stop now because it was it yeah. was bad before. I'm not going to make it worse. But yeah. it's like, I guess your skin has to go through that for mm-hmm. it to heal is what you're saying.
2: It, it, absolutely. And then especially if you have the acne and the oily skin, when your skin is purging and you're getting... Uh, the breakout, what happens is, is that a lot of times your skin will probably leave marks yes. and then that's the next, that's the next process. So after your skin has left marks, you're like, oh my gosh, now I have marks. Even though the, the acne is gone and the bumps are gone, I have these marks. And so you have to take another step and go to, you know, our second regimen, which is to help with, uh, Toning your skin, hyperpigmentation to clear up those dark marks, and then a uh, and then it can be a kind of c- client thing while they're purging, they're touching their face, mm-hmm. and because you're just so used to touching your face, and or even trying to break a bump, which we do not uh, want you to do. So um, you know, but it's hard. You know, I know as a skincare expert, if I get something, I'm like touching, like oh my gosh, I want the pimple popper, but yeah. I know I. <laughs> should not be touching my skin. And even as the the expert, you know, we sometimes, you know, like, oh, I have an interview. I got to get rid of it. And there are ways that you can do it safely, but just know that you're probably going to leave a a mark behind. So it's best to just leave it alone and just let it go through the process. So
0: what's a good way to leave it alone? Because I am like that. Like if I see a blemish, I'm like, I must get rid of it. (laughs) So, <laughs> right, I'm like, I'm in here in the bathroom with all kinds of alcohol swabs, and mm-hmm. and, and like I even have one of those extractors, and I'm like yeah. doing like science projects on my skin. So, mm-hmm. what's a good way to like keep my hands to myself so, <laughs> so I don't? Do I mean. It.
2: Yeah. I mean, to to be honest, it's really in your, it's really mindfulness. Mm. Like you, you know, it has to go through the process. If you have a breakout and you have something important to do and you just really need to have an ext- extraction, leave it to the professional. Don't, extract your own skin. If you can get an appointment with a um, esthetician who can extract it for you safely to help the scarring to be less, then make an emergency appointment. That's the first thing, because especially if you know, I just am not able to not touch my face. Let someone else touch it. Mm -hmm. okay? so then if you are like, okay, you keep looking in the mirror and like, oh, it's there, it's there, it's there. Go listen to some music. Have a glass of (laughs)
0: rosé. Like, you know,
2: Just, you know, just let it go. Like, you apply your serum and trust the process. And I can say that my tr- my tree treat, you know, within three days, that bump will go away. So, if Ooh. you can handle three days, you know, then you will see a
0: result. Okay. Because, you know, it's that fourth day. you like, okay, you've yeah. been here almost a week now. You need to right. pay rent because <laughs> we do not want any other inhibitors. We don't know if you got cousins right. coming. So, exactly. I want you gone. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. I see what you're doing here. Yes. It makes sense. So I have one more quick question too about sure. skincare. Everyone keeps talking about turmeric and like yeah. how important it is for your skin. I still have no clue what it does. I could Google, but I'm like, mm, I still don't trust Google all the way. So yeah. what what is turmeric and what does it do for your skin?
2: Okay, so turmeric is an Indian um, spice um, and um, it does have um, some type of evidence-based uh, uh, benefits. And I, because I work, so this is the thing I work in healthcare with sickle cell and under the tutelage of one of the best hematologists in the world. Um, she really is, uh, you know, I I learned a lot of things from her, from sickle cell and to evidence-based. So, you know, with natural skincare, it's like, okay, a lot of times there aren't any studies on natural skincare. You just kind of have to take it at how it goes, but there are some evidence-based, um, uh, studies with turmeric. So turmeric is a natural inflammatory compound. Um, I, I let me make I'm so hopefully I'm saying these things cause I wasn't prepped.
0: <laughs> no worries, no worries. And it's okay. Cause again, if people want to, you know, like say, well, it also does this. Hey, you know, yeah. people always want to add extra. <laughs> but for what you oh, know, no. yeah. Yeah. You yeah, the expert, so, we we trust.
2: Yeah, yeah. So what what it does is that um you know because it's in infla- um sorry it has inflammatory um properties it helps the skin to of course not get inflamed and so if you put it in um, some type of a paste you um are putting it on your skin as a topical um uh, product then it will help to relieve um you know, the inflammation of the skin. And, um, like a lot of people do it as a mask and what it, what there's, what it said it does is that it helps with acne, um, eczema and, and, and things like that. So that's what uh turmeric does as a natural, and it has a really, really, um, uh, pungent smell. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. And so basically, um, you know, it's just acting as a uh, infl- inflammation product to help reduce the appearance of acne. That's what um, it has been said to do. And so we do have a product coming out, but it's not going to be a uh, facial product, but we have a product coming out in July that will include turmeric. And I'm so excited to uh,
0: be releasing that in the month of July. And I'll Ooh. let keep you posted on that. Please <laughs> do, please do. Now, I kind of want to like shift gears a little bit and talk about sickle cell because I think you know I, a lot of people's first um sort of like understanding or or hearing of sickle cell was because of t yeah. um so what is sickle cell and like how do people you know find out if they have it all of those mm-hmm. things
2: so sickle cell is a genetic blood um disease and um it's You know, originated in Africa, and what it what happens is is that in Africa there is malaria, and so what that gene does is it protects people from malaria. But when we made that middle passage many many years ago, um, (laughs) um, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it's like really sensitive time right now. (laughs) Oh, I understand. I understand. Yeah, you know everything no, no, with everything that's going on. So, you know, we made that middle passage. And Mm so, um, you know, uh, originally our ancestors had the sickle cell trait or gene to protect from malaria that was in Africa. And, um, basically um, it is has uh, gone into what is now like the actual disease and it mutates um, and it is genetic from one parent to another. And um, with uh, the sickle cell, what it does is that we have, if you don't have sickle cell disease, you have normal red blood uh, cells. We have really um, round circle red blood cells. And someone who has sickle cell disease, what happens is, is the red blood cells they actually turn to sickles, which looks like a crescent, like a moon. Mm. And in those those uh, sickle cells, what happens is they get sticky and they're unable to pass and flow normal like a red blood cell. And that gives a person with sickle cell disease pain crises. And um, the pain crises has been, has been described from patients, um, uh, who have the disease as like the most debilitating pain that they've ever felt in a, in their life? People who have oh, have wow. children who've gone through na- natural childbirth says it hurts worse than natural childbirth, and oh, um, really? yeah, and so you you know when you're a baby, um, you know, well, right now as far as all fifty states now, every baby is now tested, um, in the newborn screening, um, no matter the race or ethnicity, every baby is tested. Um, and once you, if they find out that you have the disease, your, your state department is contacted and then they, they contact the parent, um, that's now. But like, for example, for myself, when I was born, um, in 1977, a test may or may not have been done because around that time they were starting to do these tests. Um, and I was even told from the state that, Hey, maybe your test is sitting in a box somewhere at the state department. (laughs) So, um, I didn't find out that I had sickle cell trait until I was thirty two years old. I was going for a regular routine. I was pregnant with my son Langston, and um you know, when you have to take these prenatal tests, and uh, my doctor told me she said, "Hey, you have sickle cell trait and I'm like, "I have what she's <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> she's like. <laughs> You have sickle cell trait and your partner needs to be tested. And I'm like, what is it? Like, it was just like so fast. I'm like, okay. So I told Langston's dad um, from a previous relationship. And he's like, I don't have it. I don't have that. I don't know what you're talking about. Come to find out when he discussed the issue with his sisters, his five sisters advised him that all five of them had sickle cell trait. What? (laughs) Yes. And so he never knew this. So he went, I was like so nervous. And so he went and got tested and it was found that he did not have sickle cell trait, which was good because yeah. we knew that the baby would not have the disease at least. So if you have um, sickle cell trait, It's a 50-50 chance that you'll pass the trait in each pregnancy. It's not like, oh, you uh, pass it in one, it skips. It's every time you have this chance. yeah. And so, um, you know, so just talking about like the genetic pungent square, um, I met my now husband and, um, of course, I found out eventually he had sickle cell disease. Now, someone who has sickle cell disease in each pregnancy with them, they are always going to pass the trait. So if you are dating or um, trying to conceive with someone and you have the disease and the person has the trait, it's a 50-50 chance that the baby will have either trait, just the trait, or the disease, um, which equals 100. So the only time a baby would not have the disease is if the partner does not have the trait. Because again, the person who has the disease will always pass the trait.
0: Whoa. You just blew my mind with this.
2: Yeah. And so that's what happened with us, unfortunately. Um, So I passed the trait twice. (laughs) Because again, remember, I passed it to my son. Right. And um, when we got pregnant with Simone, I passed it again. And so because... I have the uh, my because my husband has the disease again. He's always going to pass it, and so when he passed it, and then I passed it on the pregnancy. That's what happened. Simone uh, had the and I have the S trait. It's a lot of science. So there are many different um, uh, genotypes with sickle cell. So I have what is called the S. Uh, trait and my husband has what is the SS. And so, so that which is what happened with Simone. She has also like her dad, SS. And they say that SS is, um, probably the, the most, uh, debilitating form that's been shown in studies. However, we've been very tremendously blessed, um, that that they that my husband he gets what's called a red blood exchange and so that's why it's very important for the African American community to be donating blood despite the myths that we've heard yes. You want to just debunk all of that um, because there's a program called the Blue Tag Program um, that the Red Cross has. What they do is if you go in and you say, hey, I want to bank my blood for um, the Blue Tag Program, that blood automatically gets stored for those uh, patients who have sickle cell disease. Wow. And so because my husband gets this exchange every four weeks, it is important that his blood matches someone like from an African-American donor so that he can live a healthy life. And so um, people with sickle cell disease are very dependent on blood donations. And then now my daughter, she's on a drug called hydroxyurea. Now hydroxyurea, what that does, it's a, um, it helps, um, it was originally um, uh, created for uh, patients who have cancer and there are some myths there that people are saying oh it's a cancer drug well it's, it's really not and so what that drug does is it creates fetal hemoglobin so to put it in uh, kindergarten terms yes fetal, please. <laughs> uh, fetal, <laughs> fetal hemoglobin is what babies are born with from their mothers so you know that's why people always say that hey it's important to breastfeed um and you, you know and just to make sure because their baby the baby is protected from their mother. And so the fetal hemoglobin is just imagine a really big balloon that and so that balloon is protecting everything. So when you have when you're a baby and you start to age, that big balloon starts to deflate and it gets smaller and smaller. And so when you're about the age of one, your fetal hemoglobin is gotten to a regular size and then um, your protection is less and less. So the drug hydroxyurea. What it does, it's, it creates fetal hemoglobin as you had when you were a baby. And it protects uh, a person like someone with sickle cell disease because now she has that baby fetal hemoglobin in her. And then, you know, um, so that's how, you know, she gets that. But, you know, in our communities, people were, you know how the disparities um, that we have in, in health mm-hmm. is because, you know, we A, aren't taught, these things, um, B. We don't have like the income to afford a drug like hydroxyurea. Yeah, um, we don't have the information to sit and tell. person, hey, you need to make sure that you're going to get your labs. You you need to make sure that you are staying adherent to your blood transfusions. We have areas, um, and then we also eat a really healthy diet. You know, our family is blessed to be able to have fresh fruits and veggies. We don't live in an area of food deserts where Mm. the population of people who have sickle cell disease may not be afforded the opportunities, such as my family. Um, And they live in an area where there are food deserts that they only have like the corner store. Um, they aren't able to get fresh fruits and veggies. They aren't able to get iron pro- uh, um, foods rich in folate, which is really good for people with sickle cell disease. And that's why, you know, in any disease, you know, that our community gets sicker. Yeah. You know, it, it's been shown that, um, you know, African American women. We get breast cancer less, but we die more. Yep. And so, you know, why is that? Like, you know, and it's and it's all based on health disparities. And I'm sorry,
0: I'm like gonna like cause no, I'm like, I am here for this. <laughs> I'm here for this. Because this is important mm-hmm. for people to hear. So keep yeah. going, please. Keep yeah, punching. So it's
2: it's just like, you know, you have to just really understand and especially in this heightened sense of what's going on, even like with the coronavirus. Originally mm-hmm. they're they're like, Oh Oh, African Americans aren't getting. Remember in the beginning, we're yep. not getting it. We're yep. not getting it. Oh well, we found that to be not oh. true. <laughs> right.
0: It was the silent, and deadly sneak attack that happened to us. It,
2: exactly. Now we're being diagnosed more and dying more. Yep. And, and it's it's just you know it's just lack of education, lack of resources, and in in any and all. And so, you know, with sickle cell disease, I'm very passionate of, you know, because my, of course, my family suffers from it. But like I said, we're blessed to be able to have the therapies for my family to thrive and live well, despite their diagnosis. However, as an African-American woman and a mother and a wife of of patients with sickle cell disease, I know that those disparities are in my direct community. And it is my responsibility. That is what God You know, has put on me to make life better for someone else, as Bishop would say. So, um, you know, you know, that's why it is important that you know any type of um, recognition that Sickle Cell can get. That's why I appreciate you for asking me about it and letting your audience know to maybe. Change, I mean, change their mind about going to give blood because people might say, oh, if I go give blood, I'm going to get something. No, um, um, you know, we can thank Charles Drew, the first uh, African-American um, yes. doctor to help with blood banking to make it safe. And he actually resigned. From uh, American Red Cross originally because, you know, they weren't assisting us like we're supposed, they were supposed to. And it wasn't until 1950 that, you know, that wasn't too long ago. That was not long ago at all. (laughs) That the American Red Cross said, hey, he was right. We need to make sure that African Americans are getting the blood that we're banking. Um, And so it's just a lot of things that we still struggle with as a community. Um, for health. And, you know, it's very near and dear to my heart. And uh, especially especially with what is going on now and um, all, they everyone can see that, hey, we have been um, not able to have healthier lives, not able to have, um, you know, get certain things like mortgages. And if we do, we get them at a um, higher higher rates. rates, yeah. Um, you know, redlining. Oh, now you all are discovering this, and I, I, I know. I'm sorry, I'm
0: just totally going off topic. Oh no, <laughs> no, no, you can because like this has been in my spirit, and I feel like God is using you as a conduit right now <laughs> as to what I'm feeling because I don't even know how to feel some days. Yeah, so I appreciate you so much for for speaking up and talking about this. Because I am messed up. I I mean, and I'll be honest, I work with a lot of white people. And right now I'm very confused why they want Juneteenth off. I'm like, yeah. wait, y'all oh, are the right, reason you want why Juneteenth? we have Juneteenth. <laughs> like, it's not a
2: holiday. You get it? Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, And just to tie it back to sickle cell, it's like, you know, like I said, when we were forced from our homeland mm-hmm. in that middle passage and starting with something that was protecting us. And when we get here, we don't really know how it mutated to get to the disease, you know? And it's yeah. like, when you have to think about it in that way, it's just like so much. And then, you know, I, as a parent, you know, sometimes I feel guilty that, you know, I, um, mm you know, gave my daughter a disease that, you know, is debilitating and, you know, and I just pray about it. And, you know, hopefully one day we can have a universal cure. I mean, there is a cure, which is the bone marrow transplant, but goodness gracious, you have to go through chemotherapy. She has to harvest her eggs. You know, it's just like, you know, and then it's not 100 yep. percent, you know, in uh, the uh, exchange may fail. It might be a failed transplant. So these are all of the things that, you know, as um, a mother and a wife and an and advocate for sickle cell, you know, I have to explain to, um, you know, like our white counterparts that just may not have any idea But I am so grateful that I actually, you know, have an opportunity to work in an institution that really cares for our community because there are not a lot of brown faces in the institution that I work for. Um, But they are really great and they're dedicated. And um, they recognize, um, you know, the struggle for patients. They recognize that we don't have the resources, and that's why we work so hard. You know, I have a great team of a social worker and our PAs who are African American. We help um, make sure that our patients are getting um, resources, make sure they're adhering to their appointments, and even in this pandemic, you know, what has actually gone up is our visits. You know, you know, we're doing telemedicine, and the telemedicine has gone up significantly because they're able to have their appointments on on the phone on the computer but then that that brings another uh issue do our
0: patients um can they afford internet yeah (laughs) do they have broadband right (laughs) do they even have access to uh, a computer or laptop Uh, or just a phone because also with phone connections and exactly it's not always the greatest no i get exactly So all of these things tie into, um, you
2: know, what we're actually facing. And, you know, I'm just so blessed to be able to um, advocate for this one population of many things for um, that, you know, uh, that affect our community. Because besides sickle cell, we have diabetes.
0: Mm
3: -hmm. We have
2: hypertension. And we have all of these things. So I just feel like, you know, God put it in me for this to happen, to um, order my steps, to advocate for a um, community that really needs um, their voice to be heard. So, um, I, again, I appreciate um, this opportunity just to speak on sickle cell Um and my skincare line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is all amazing. And like, I really appreciate you and all the work you did. And like, you know, as Black women, you know, we always got to find a solution. You know, we can't wait on other yeah. people to kind of That's right. figure it out for us. And mm-hmm. the ingenuity you had to take a skill set that you were doing and made a service and a, a company out of it <laughs> is so amazing. Um, And I, I'm just so thankful. I know you Because that spirit, you know, helps motivate not only me, but people around that are watching you as well. So thank you for all you do in that space. I Um, appreciate it. How can people, one, connect uh, with you about the skincare line and then also about sickle cell and how, if they have questions or if they want to donate blood, like what are some things that they can do in both of those areas?
2: Sure. So you can follow... um, NKV Skin on all social media platforms at NKV Skin. And this, um, for Sickle Cell, you can follow me on my personal um, Instagram because unfortunately, my Facebook, I can't accept any new friends. Oh, um, no but new but friends. My inst- Go ahead, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's my favorite rapper. <laughs> um, you can follow me at Ki-V's Kia That's K-E-E-V-I-E. That's my middle name. And uh, S-K-I-A. So that's Kiwi's Kia. And that is my Instagram, um, my personal Instagram. And um, I talk about, it's more like a blog. Like my friends are like, you're just like a blogger. So I talk about anything. I post all the time. Um, And that is actually one of my, that's like a a therapy for me. Um, And that's something else. So, you know, (laughs) you know, but anyway, that's like a a therapy for me to be able to um, talk about everyday life as a mother, a wife, um, health. Um, sickle cell, skin care. And um, if anyone would like s- more information about how to donate um, blood, um, they can email me um, or if, uh, donate blood or get skin care information at nkbskin at gmail.com.
0: Man, I just adore you so much. I really Thank do. Thank you. And I just, again, I'm so thankful. I was tearing up a little bit because I was like, man, <laughs> I didn't even know all this. And it's just... <laughs> Your story, your family is beautiful. And I'm just like, I've seen pictures of, unfortunately, you know, when your daughter was sick and, you know, you guys are in the hospital and like to see you guys still try to pull together and Mm -hmm. and be sort of there for each other and smiling you know it's amazing so if you do not follow Nakia if you need some inspiration honey she's some inspiration (laughs) also donate to her too right thank you yes (laughs) please feel free to donate you can donate Rosé she'll accept that too but money is even better (laughs) (laughs) yeah
2: I mean any type of donation Um, for example when Simone like you said she had to get her gallbladder out for her birthday last year and she um, her hospital which is Sinai also known as Lifebridge she wanted to get back because she sees what oh. we do as parents. And so she had a big donation where she collected stuffed animals um, for the Children's Hospital on her birthday, at, you know, when she's about to have surgery. This baby, and so, you have, you know, have a queen <laughs> on
0: your hands.
2: Yeah. Exactly. So that really, you know, made me feel proud to know that, hey, despite her diagnosis, she wanted to make sure that the other children in the hospital had, you know, warm and fuzzy friends that's what she calls them um, when they were in the hospital so yes if you anytime you can make a donation if it's a blood donation even you know giving uh, you know when people are, uh, children are in the hospital if you can donate gift cards um, and make sure that you're saying specifically to families with sickle cell um, because a lot of times not to take away from other illnesses mm-hmm. but you know sickle cell disease we you know really the parents and the caregivers, you know, were there a lot of times because sickle cell disease is not as known. I mean, it is one of the oldest genetic diseases there. It's still considered rare. Yeah. And um, you know, you know, people just really don't know too much about it. They're like, oh, I heard about it. I know T Boss has it, but what really what is what it? What really? is it? Yeah. 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 And so if you can just, you know, make sure that you are specifically saying, hey, this donation is for, you know, sickle cell disease, um, just or just even sharing the information. People don't know the effect when you post something and you're giving facts. You know, how long that can travel. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, hey, here's the, this, here's where you can donate. Um, this is what you can do. Debunk myths, all of those things. You know, people think, hey, they have sickle cell. They must be contagious. Oh, sickle cell is a black disease. Even though it does affect 95.9% of the population, it also affects Hispanics, Mediterranean, Greek. Um, you know, so mm. it's not a, it's not a black disease, but it's just a rare disease that, a lot of people don't know, so you're you're you just spreading the word, donating, and just you know anything you can do, and just really um, know uh, you know that your voice matters. And actually, next Friday, which is Juneteenth, yeah, which all of us should be celebrating this year, proud this year, yes. Um, it's World Sickle Cell Awareness Day. And so it just so happens to fall on Juneteenth, which is making my wow. heart so full. You know, wear red that day. Donate to your favorite organization like the Maryland Sickle Cell Disease Association or Sickle Cell Disease Association of America or My Three Sicklers, which is um, based in Atlanta. Um, so, you know, those. you can do that on Juneteenth and then you can celebrate by wearing red, change your uh, porch lights to red, hang red lights, um, at Ask your local stores to put a red light in their um, storefronts. Um, wear red lips. Put on some ruby woo and yes. rock your rock your bowl lips. Anything that can bring attention to sickle cell disease and Juneteenth, um, the day that we found out that we were free. Um,
0: right, <laughs> well, although we were already free, and but they were we like were already free. We by the know. way, <laughs> nobody came down here to tell you. Like the story is crazy. Like nobody, y'all didn't get the notice. No, two, two years ago, you freak. Right? Oh, well, y'all good. <laughs> y'all go ahead. See y'all. Like, I couldn't even imagine what it would have been like to have been a slave in that moment. Like, wait. So, do I get paid for the last two years? <laughs> like, how do we work this out? Like, do I get a a basket like of some <laughs> some snacks on my journey? Do I get two hundred dollars and a go card? Like, what? <laughs> What happened that day? Like, did the slaves just look at the slave masters like, you know, crying way Jordan? Out. Right. Like, what I really would like to know, like, who got popped off that day? Because somebody had to get a, a beating. Cause, like, oh, you had me. So you knew about this, Clavis. And you ain't tell them. No, okay, I'm sorry. Cause that's really how I feel. Like, yeah. Imagine being told two years later, like, oh, by the way, you ain't got to never work again. <laughs> What you mean? Right. I can leave. So, so what you're saying is the two years I did, I didn't get paid for because I didn't have to work. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, (laughs) I'm sorry, y'all. This, that's why I don't say it's a celebration because it is not, it is messed up. Yeah, (laughs) it is messed up. It is
2: messed up. But yes,
0: I am going to be supportive on uh, next week on Juneteenth and wearing my red. Maybe even doing a red light special. And maybe, yeah. hey, if you free, let's see what we can do on TV Live and get some donations in. Okay, I don't know. That would be great. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about it. But Okay. <laughs> Listen, you are so amazing. I, we could talk for hours. Literally, yes. we, we're yes. on our way to doing that. <laughs> um, yes. But my last question before we let you go today is... What's your favorite (laughs) rosé? I know we changed the topic because I feel like the slaves will be like, yeah, drink (laughs) all the rosé today. (laughs) All of it. Don't leave none for nobody. We deserve it.
2: (laughs) Yes. So my favorite rosé is new. It was introduced to me by my Beautiful cousin Ashley. Um, I've always been a rose girl, anyway. Yeah. But um, this new I have a actually I have a new bottle here, and I'm gonna Ooh. take a picture and send it to you too. Please do. It's
0: um called Yes Way Rose yes. by
2: Bubble. Yes.
0: My <laughs> first episode of the podcast was Yes Way Rose. We drank that, <laughs> and I was like, mm, okay, I see. Girls, I see yes, yes, yes. It's my
2: favorite rose, and um, it's so bubbly, and um, it's like a celebration every time we link up. Right? That's (laughs) what yes, that's what
0: Drake would say. (laughs) Yes, and it is like a celebration. It's like ah, when you open it, I feel like it does. Yeah, the the bubbles. It It does. does. It says like yes. Well Yes Way Rose If you are listening And you would like To donate For the cause For Black Lives Matter And ensuring that Sickle cell patients yes. Are receiving some sort Of sponsorship And help and assistance During this time Go mm-hmm. ahead and Holler at Nikia. Mm-hmm. Yes <laughs> Please I'm being do. so serious So yes. I'm going to Ask them at this episode Okay <laughs> Well Nikia, We will talk after this Because Y'all We going to have some, some, some IGTV Live Sponsorship days For people to come um, and, and talk um, with us about Sickle Cell with Nakia and I, and we'll raise some money because it, it's time. And I'm seeing yeah. all these random donations. Uh, let's keep yeah. that same energy, people. Keep let's that keep same that energy. Keep that energy. So <laughs> I appreciate you so much, Nakia. This and I appreciate is, you as well. Thank you. This has been more than amazing and informative. So thank you for everything. Oh, thank you very much. It was my
2: pleasure. You're welcome.
0: Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much, Nikia, for all that information and breaking down turmeric because we got to get our skins together and also all the information about sickle cell because there's so many people fighting in a battle that I think a lot of people just don't know. So thank you so much for bringing some light into that and how people can help, uh, you know, through charity and support. Appreciate it. Yay! We're going to take a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to talk with Anne Hofstrom of Boudoir Rosé. Pew, 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 pew. Hey there, friends. It's Renee here at the Rosé Hour podcast. And this is just so amazing because I am so stoked, happy, excited thankful, blessed because it is nighttime and I don't mean like nighttime, like, oh, it's seven o'clock. It's like dark 30 a.m. <laughs> and someone is on the line with me because they want to talk about Rosé because they're amazing. None other than amazing on Hofstrom of Boudoir House of Rosé. Yay!
3: <laughs> Thanks, Anne, for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on your podcast. Oh, well, thank you. And I'm just excited
0: because I love to see women in the industry doing amazing things. And more specifically, like... You are killing it Like your Instagram Is just so beautiful And I'm just like I can't wait To taste your (laughs) rosé
3: Oh Thank you so much Yeah Yeah. I love social media too
0: Yeah right Because it makes you feel like I know this person But you really don't But you feel like you do
3: (laughs) Yeah And it's a wonderful way To interact with the consumers And the followers And also Have a little bit Like a feel on the market Worldwide So it's uh, I think it's just amazing Yeah Yeah. So, how did you get into this industry? Like, how did you create
0: this amazing rose?
3: Yeah. So, this is um, me and my husband's blood, sweat, and tears, uh, really. Uh, So, Bodvar is actually my husband's first name. Oh, nice. Uh, So, we are uh, from a family with uh, a big heritage within the beverage industry from Scandinavia so we have been working with france uh, for having 7 years with premium beverages such as cognac wines uh, but uh, we also um, own a, a cigar company as well uh, so all premium uh, kind of uh, type of products um uh, in the family so yeah so um so from this cognac heritage uh we started to um create this uh Rossier lifestyle brand um which we uh, with the lifestyle it that we really like that we really enjoyed or wish we where we could be or just the image of Rosé and the South of France uh, mm-hmm. really, really uh, inspired us. Um, and we love Rosé and love wines overall. Uh, and uh, yeah, so, so, uh, so it goes back a little bit from the family and the tradition, really, uh, about wine and the beverage industry. But then we also saw that... Uh, We also needed to um, create something that wasn't really out there Mm -hmm. Uh, at this time. um, The brand is about uh, could be eight ten years old uh, approximately, Uh, but we started with export uh, just uh, three four years ago outside. Uh, But we also saw that there was a trend at that time wasn't really big and wasn't. Uh, a big thing yet mm-hmm. um, and we saw this uh, demand of uh, a stylish and uh, happy and uh, beautiful rosé brand uh, and so we decided to be very niche and be very um, uh, and just have this just have rosé a uh, exclusive rosé wine house uh, which isn't really out there today. You have different kind of wine houses and champagne houses, but not a truly rosé wine house. Right,
0: right. I've noticed that.
3: Yeah, so our aim is to collect uh, and produce the best rosé wines the world has to offer under one premium brand uh which is boudoir so boudoir house of roses uh so we um we started up small it's me it's me and my husband really Mm -hmm. Uh, and then we um did it really from the ground everything uh, and started to work with fantastic uh wineries which we uh, created our blends together with, um, and yes, and from there we grow. And just uh, yeah, a couple of years ago we started to expand uh, internationally. And today we have an um, international footprint uh, in thirty-six different markets around the world. Wow! Uh, and yeah, it's just been amazing, really. Uh, and super super fun it's always a challenge to work with your partner uh, <laughs> but it's always but it's also very awarding and um if it really and I think me and my husband we both uh, can work really good together because we also um very different uh, in how we are in many aspects. So we kind of complement each other with Jing and Yang a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's been an amazing journey so far. And uh, we have amazing team out there that works together with the brand, to get, works together with us. Uh, so I'm super, super privileged and happy about uh, uh, the progress of the brand.
0: Yeah, and it seems like it's just growing like wildfire. Flower, and you know, I know I've heard a lot of people say in Europe um, that rose is sort of trying to to be a year round thing. Um, I know here in the
3: U.S., you know, we claim rose all day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that also like the since rose, I mean, it's a very old type of wine, but mm-hmm. it haven't got any uh, popularity until quite recently. And I think the more popularity and the more educated people are uh, and people are getting within Rose, the more all year round beverage it will get as well. Because today, and also with uh, ourselves, with, with the, uh, as a producer, um, we also cr- uh, create more and more advanced. Uh, Rose wine, which is very more suitable for different locations. Mm. Um, so, so I think it definitely like the Rose trend is going to be all more all year round. Before it was only like, you know, summer, mm-hmm. summer times, so very seasonal product. But uh, with the, uh, with education, with, uh, producers, uh, producing more delicate and more, um, Sophisticated rosé wines uh, that suits uh, both, you know, both mingle wine, both uh, more gastronomic rosés. The more all year round, uh, the rosé is going to be, of course.
0: Yeah, definitely. And so with that, like with with all that's happening, you know, in this market now. Mm -hmm. Like how what separates your rosé sort of from everyone else? Because I know every rosé has something special where it's like, oh, yeah, this is why I like this one, because it, you know, has this kind of coloring and it's light or it has this kind of fruit Mm -hmm, flavor mm -hmm. or what have you.
3: Yeah, so we have, uh, in uh, within our portfolio today, we have four different Rousseau wines.
0: Oh, I'm uh, excited.
3: <laughs> yeah, so all of them are from South of France, uh, oh. but from different districts and have a little bit of different characters. We have uh, two Côte de Provence Rousseau wines, uh, which are very dry and fresh and very delicate and uh, elegant. And number seven, uh, which is uh, our... Uh, actually, first rosé wine. It's um, a very. It's have a more of a fruity, uh, elegant and uh, fresh character with a little bit of citrus, uh, and a very. Beautiful, creamy finish. It's a perfect uh, wine if you if it's the first time you're drinking rosé we'll because it's so smooth and so elegant, and it goes with almost everything. Um, I call it our Mademoiselle a little bit, so you have the character of like this young, fresh lady. Kind of. uh, and then we have Woodburn Number Five, which is uh, a little bit uh, our more mature rosé we'll wine. Uh, I call it our Madame. Because it's more mature, has a little more full-bodied, a little bit higher acidity. Uh, so it pairs very well together with the gastronomic side, uh, and also a little bit uh, heavier food. It could go perfect together with barbecues, or um, so. So the acid acidity balances the food very well. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. So all of them are dry. And then we also have the boulevard number no. one is a very unique rosé wine. Uh, it's from Longdo, Josy Leon area and it's made of hundred percent since which is very unusual with Rousseau wines because normally it's a blends of different grape varieties. Uh, but besides being very fruity, a lot of red berries, uh, uh, but also dry it also had this fine delicate small bubbles and uh, mm. that just like roll a little bit on the tongue but it still have a wine cork inside because we don't want to be a champagne wannabe or a cava or a prosecco yeah uh, want to be a true rose wine house so we chose to not have a champagne cork on it uh, and instead have a regular wine cork so it looks like a regular still Rosé wine but it has these fine delicate bubbles so we call it pearly a pearly wine because the 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 bubbles are like not that aggressive, but it's just like smooth and round and just release some aromas. It's super fresh on a warm sunny day. It's just so refreshing.
0: Uh, I just feel like I'm like laying out on a beach right now with your description of it. (laughs) Yeah,
3: exactly. And then you just like pour up with ice cold bourbon number one pearly rosé. And it's just like so refreshing and just tickling your tongue a little bit with some effinescence. Oh, I love it. wonderful. So And then we also have our newest Rosé wine, uh, which is a biological uh, Rosé wine. Um, uh, And it's uh, also from uh, Provence, but from another district of uh, Provence. So from uh, Cote d'Avrois and Provence. Um, It's really beautiful as well. It's more like a little sister to number five, I would say. It has a little more... uh, uh, Acidity and has a little more of a character and attitude. Mm. Uh, but at the same time very elegant. Maybe like a teenager, maybe <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm almost legal to drink. So yeah, it's uh, like the starter. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So we have so we have a different kind of characters within our Rosia wine house, but I think that's something that also uh differs us a little bit from other uh, Rosé wine is like we actually we are trying to build uh, a very strong brand identity
2: mm-hmm.
3: uh, with the feeling, with the image. Uh, because for us, Rosé wine is so much more than just a product, more than just a drink or a, a wine in your glass. It's a whole bodied experience. Uh, and it's very important for us to always tell a story, to always uh, create an experience. Uh, so we uh, are working very strongly with that and create like the uh, what what the em- emotion that mm-hmm. you should feel when you think of boudoir when you see the images in your head uh, when you drink a glass of boudoir what what kind of feel and experience should should it give you? Um, so we partner up with a lot of uh, different events and create uh, for us it's very important to create experience for the consumer Yeah, so yes. that's why we also created this national Rosé Day uh, in the calendar
2: 2014
3: mm-hmm. so, uh, because we really want to uh, create like a, a, a Rosé Day for all the Rosé wine lovers out there yes. and uh, give the, the Rosé wine uh, that we love so much and and build like a day uh, so we can create the whole experience and lifestyle around Rosé wine oh. during that day. Of course, yeah. we do it every day, but yes. especially one day.
0: <laughs> we, we, we universally come together and right. celebrate the amazingness of Rosé. So I'm here yes. for all of that. So what are yeah. you guys doing for Rosé Day this year?
3: Yeah, so uh, normally we have a big gala event in Los Angeles um, where we invite friends, still lovers and, uh, and people to um, the event. Uh, but um, for, uh, And last year was so fantastic, beautiful. Mm-hmm. We had a, such an amazing day and we're so looking forward to uh, create the magical moment again this year. Uh, unfortunately, uh, we had a little bit of COVID-19 in mm-hmm. between. Mm-hmm. Um so for everybody's safety, we are doing a, a virtual celebration this year Ooh.
0: Uh,
3: so everybody can join us from the comfort of their homes and uh, s- join us uh, on social media uh, to gather on uh, we'll a Roier toast this year uh, so we have um, friends all over the world uh, that will um, that have sent us in this uh, this toast uh, and so we're going to make a nice little video where we all get together and toast um, as a symbol that together we are together and together we will say and I think it's very important during these times to show unite that we are united and we're all together Yeah. Uh, I love so that. and if we can do that together with Rosé, I think that's just fantastic. So yeah, so we're going to do a virtual toast, and that's um, so people are sending in their different toasts for, to us uh, that we're going to clip together and, and release on National Uh Yeah, and then we're also going to have some DJs taking over our accounts. Uh, during the day so you can log in and uh, listen to some nice music while sipping your, your rosé
0: I love this all of this I love <laughs> <laughs> so definitely we'll be joining in and listening and partying and toasting with you guys
3: yeah no that would be so fantastic uh, so I really hope that everybody can join us and just have a fantastic time and create the atmosphere of Rosé uh, at their homes.
0: Yes. And you know what? Rosé Day, I know it's June 13th. Um, well,
3: yeah. So it's actually because since we really, really want to have the celebration on a Saturday. Yes. It, we uh, this, we created uh, National City. So it's always every Saturday, every second Saturday in June.
0: Ah. So to those who may not have known that, mark it for next year if you're not prepared yeah. for this weekend.
3: And besides
0: next year, we hopefully, fingers crossed, COVID or another pandemic doesn't take us all down and we can be together
3: again. Yes. So we're always together at heart and we're going to be together virtually this year. Uh, But for the future, I really hope we can get together because uh, in person, it's always so nice to meet everybody and... uh, uh, greet everyone. And I think it's that's also the thing I really love with Rosé because it brings people together. It it's a does. very social wine. Uh, and you can really never, ever remember a bad memory together with Rosé wine.
0: You're right. I can't think of one. Now, with liquor, got a few. But Rosé, yeah, yeah. for I'm sure. Like, yes. every time I drink Rosé, my night ends wonderfully. I'm happy. I don't have a hangover. Yes. I'm just like... The best night ever. There's
3: really no bad memories together with Rosé wine. It's always a happy memory.
0: Yes, to Rosé, making your next day better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm so just just thankful for you and talking with you. How can people connect with you on social media and also order your Rosés?
3: So uh, we haven't got to Washington, D.C. yet, actually, uh, in the U.S. We, so far, we are uh, in Florida and in California, where you can uh, purchase the wine at your Vaughan store, your Pavilion store, Albertians, uh your uh, maybe some of your local restaurants, perhaps uh, in Florida. We have uh, some really nice restaurants. We also have a, a, a little a Rosia get together at uh, Terrassas at Hyde in, Fort, La- in Fort Lauderdale um, on National Rosia Day. But besides that, I I believe you also could can order it at through 305wines.com. Uh, so you can order it online they might ship to Washington DC I'm not 100% sure that's okay because um, we have
0: listeners throughout the US and actually um, shout out to Ghana we actually have a few listeners there we have a few in the UAE we have a few in China and oh, a couple wow. in Ireland so we're wonderful like, wonderful yeah, yeah. yeah. we're so connecting another, <laughs> that's great
3: I love it so you see we're still connecting people too. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and if, to connect with us, the best way is to uh, go into your Instagram and type in Boulevard Rosé uh, and interact with us there. And we actually have some really nice uh, giveaways uh, right now uh, on our social media. So we did partner up with Sugarfina, you know, the Rosé Gummies yes. company, yeah. Uh, and we have a big uh, giveaway there, so you can log into your Instagram and you will see that. And we also, for you in Europe, we also have a little bit of giveaway, a National they kit giveaway, together with the russia the account, Russia Lifestyle on Instagram. So you can check uh, check us out there, and uh, there you can join uh, and participate and uh, be a lucky winner, perhaps. Yes, <laughs>
0: you too can win. <laughs>
3: exactly.
0: Now, I ask everyone this as the last question. And because you are a rosé brand and you have several amazing rosés, just a quick note, all the numbers of your rosé are like my lucky numbers. So seven, Aww. I was born on the seventh. Um, I'm the fifth oh, that's so funny. young, I'm the the fifth grandchild and I'm the first to go to college. So, <laughs> so it's like so nice. a lot of it numbers, synchronicity that you give so I appreciate that with all the numbers of your your rosés but it's amazing so it's made for you (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) what is your favorite rosé and more specifically your favorite type of
3: rosé so my favorite type of rosé it's a light fresh dry and ice cold one ooh
0: I think we just became best friends (laughs)
3: And the favorite band you probably already know. So. Yes,
0: I do. Boudoir, Everyone. Boudoir, How's the Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so we thank you so much for joining us today. I I mean, and we can have you on again as many times because you're so much fun. Uh, we'll look thank for a better so time, much so it. it would not be in the middle of the night in the future. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no worries at all. Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun, and no. I feel we could chat forever.
0: I think so. And you know what? Once COVID's over, we gotta make a trip to Sandrope because
3: oh, we gotta yes. meet
0: <laughs> for
3: sure. I would love that.
0: Yay! Well, thank you again so much. Cheers.
3: Thank you. Cheers. Bye.
1: Rose. Rose. thanks rose so much and that was such a, a great interview and
0: we really appreciate Everything all the information okay. about your amazing rosé okay. and thank you rose. so much for being a part of the show and we, we really 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 love this rose. In the show. Right? And we, we want to thank our other guests nakia fawn of uh, nvk okay. skin want to thank bartender friend all of the production crew and team all here at the rosie hour all and if Rose. you want to be on the show email us at renee at the RosieHourpodcast.com. and don't forget on july 30th Shot we are doing our virtual happy hour in support she of black fact so if you know anyone who has served in the military DC. and they identify as black please hit us up and let LA. us know so we can honor them on that day Additionally, thanks again for supporting us each and every Wednesday as we release a new episode in our Thursday virtual happy hours and our Sunday Soulful Sunday. We may be going to a location soon, so check us out for a live key beat of the show. We'd love no out of rose and tasting different ones. Uh, and also, you know, if you know people that should be on the show, let us know as well. And it's up at Renee until next week, friends, tip tip hooray.